Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about perfectionism. Hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Today, we are talking about perfectionism, and this is a big one for me. So I'm really excited to share my different things I've learned about perfectionism and hope that maybe it helps you guys conquer it a little bit sooner than I did. But first, listener shout out time. We have one from a new listener and they wrote, it has changed me. This podcast has helped me through some tough spots and given me hope that I can find the light in every situation. I love listening to this every morning to get inspired to get me inspired to make the day ahead amazing. I'm so glad I found this and I seriously recommend it. Thank you so much. That was an awesome review. Thank y'all. Taking the time to write reviews means a lot. So perfectionism. What is it? (laughs) Perfectionism a lot of times is defined as the desire to try to be perfect all the time and sometimes it's this expectation you have on yourselves sometimes it's an expectation you have of others or something you kind of feel like other people are expecting of you but basically it's this very very high and unrealistic standard in your head that really honestly cannot be met and I kind of mentioned last episode that um I went to BYU for college and this is a very like it's a good school it's a high achiever university honestly a lot of people have very high GPAs and I mentioned how I've been very perfectionistic in trying to get all A's and I stressed out and worried a lot about being able to get into school at BYU and the interesting thing is um, BYU from what I've experienced, has a lot of very perfectionist, very competitive students. And everyone is so stressed out trying to be perfect. And the interesting thing about that is the trying to be perfect and having a perfect experience and doing everything perfectly actually kind of ruins the experience. The need to be perfect, you know, stressed me out a lot in, col- in college and high school. And I could have definitely enjoyed my experience so much more had I let go of that need to be perfect. But the thing is, a lot of times perfectionism is tricky. It seems like it is helpful. Like it will help you get to your goals and it will make you that person you want to be. And that if you just do everything perfectly, that then your life will turn out good and then you will be happy. So those all sound like very great things, right? So why not just strive to be as perfect as possible? But here's the thing with perfectionism. There is no set standard for it. When you ask people what a perfect person is, like different people would say different things. For example, um, an ideal personality to one person might be very different to another person. One one person's idea of a perfect personality versus another depends on who you talk to. Um, For example, Americans tend to look towards being extroverted as an ideal. That 
I always thought being outgoing and talkative was the perfect way to be, right? That's what everyone likes. Um, But my husband growing up was always told that he talked way too much and that it was annoying and he needed to talk less. My sister, on the other hand, growing up, was always told that she was too quiet and too shy. And it's interesting because both like had different personalities as little kids, but yet both are kind of criticized, right? And so it's like, well, what's perfect? Like this magic line in the middle where you're talking just the right amount. But honestly, that's subjective. That changes on who you talk to. So that's a big thing with perfectionism is it's not realistic. Like we don't even know what perfect is. We can't define it. So there's just so many ways to be perfect in your life that like you have to kind of stop and question like what are you even trying for? Like because your idea of perfect might not even really be a thing. So question yourself on that instead of just holding yourself to this undefined, unrealistic standard that you're constantly beating yourself up for not meeting. Um, also, perfectionism does not equal happiness. When you're a perfectionist, nothing is ever good enough. Nothing ever, you know, feels like you have completed it. You're always like procrastinating things. And you never feel content with your own efforts and the accomplishments you have made. Any accomplishment you have, perfectionism takes away the joy from it and says, no, that wasn't enough. You should have done more. Like, yeah, that's great. You got an A minus, but you should have gotten an A plus. When you get the A plus, it says, uh, you need to get an A plus in the class. Okay, that's not enough. Now you need to be in honors. Constantly, always leveling up what you've done and never just giving you permission to just sit back and feel happy with what you've done. Another problem with perfectionism is the irony of perfectionism actually is that it actually keeps you further from your goals. I love entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurs are one of my favorite things to study and learn about and um Entrepreneurship is just anyone who is starting a business and trying to build one. And an interesting thing is a lot of entrepreneurs will try to be perfect when they're creating their business and their product. So for example, let's say there's this girl who's starting a clothing company and she wants to start selling a hot pink dress. So she spends forever coming up with all these ideas and designing this beautiful pink dress and, you know, drawing it and finding the perfect fabric and the right silhouette. And she spends all this time creating this, this what she thinks is as close to perfect as possible dress. And then she takes it out to sell it at a store and realizes no one's buying it. No one wants the pink dress. This season, everyone wants blue. Now, had she just shown people in the beginning when she had thought of that idea or started drawing the dress out, she would have found out a lot sooner that no one wanted a pink dress. But she spent all this time trying to create a perfect dress. In doing that, essentially, she wasted her time. So this is just kind of a little like example to illustrate for you guys 
that no matter how hard you try, you're going to get some part of it wrong. This is part of being human, right? Everything we do is flawed. And all perfectionism does is create procrastination. And it keeps us further from our goals. Um, And if we are just willing to put ourselves out there and try something and potentially be wrong, we get feedback sooner on how to improve. Like the dress designer I made up. Had she been willing to put her dress out there sooner and just kind of show people design, she would have found out, oh, that's not right. Let's try moving this direction. The quicker you're willing to be wrong and fail, the closer you actually end up to your goal versus just procrastinating and staying in your head and spending forever and ever and ever trying to perfect something. You can stay stuck in that stage forever. One thing my coach always says that I love is being willing to shoot for B-minus work. Just trying and putting yourself out there, and then you can always improve from the B-minus work. But start with something. Now, I think the antidote to perfectionism is being real. Willing to be real with yourself and with other people. Now, one of my favorite examples of this (laughs) is this last season of The Bachelorette. Now, I don't know if y'all watch this, so I'll give you a little bit of backstory. Um, The Bachelorette for this year, her name was Hannah, this real cute Southern gal from Alabama. She was a beauty queen growing up, and she was initially a contestant on The Bachelor, where she's, you know competing to date the this handsome bachelor and she had this date with him and the whole date was the most awkward thing ever she just like kept having this huge smile plastered on her face she hardly said anything to him uh the few things she did say she was totally like you know stumbling and mixing her words up and they like tried to make a toast and she couldn't even do that and It was just like this most awkward, awkward date. And later throughout the season, she kind of starts to acknowledge and realize about herself was that she was so busy, like trying to be perfect and trying to control what everyone around her thought about her that, you know, she was making it awkward and that she couldn't be herself and couldn't actually like connect with this guy she was trying to date because she was trying so hard to be perfect and that was something she had kind of learned through beauty pageants and so through the season you kind of see her she starts to give herself permission to be real and be herself and this season as the bachelorette that was kind of like her motto was she was like I just want to be real with you guys and like always being upfront with the boys and you know not always smiling sometimes being angry sometimes being sad and emotional and sometimes being anxious Definitely, she stumbled over her words a ton and did a lot of kind of stupid things. And the interesting thing was I found watching her as The Bachelorette, she was so much more likable and relatable and fun being real and being herself, even though, yes, she was showing more of her flaws, but yet in a way that was more, more relatable and something I admired more than her being perfect, right? And that's something I think we can strive for ourselves is really trying to be authentic and being the real version of ourselves rather than 
what we think other people want us to be and what we think is perfect. Accepting ourselves as we are. A few weeks ago, I was speaking in front of a group of people and I was so, so nervous about it and was afraid (laughs) to talk in front of everybody. And I just kind of acknowledged that to everyone. I was like, guys, I am so nervous about this. And just acknowledging that to everybody, I felt so much like calm and relief just admitting that instead of trying to pretend like, oh, I'm cool. I'm confident. I got this. Like, guys, being real, I'm freaking out right now. And people laughed and they related to that. And I think there's nothing wrong with being able to just kind of admit something you're struggling with. And I think people can connect to you so much more easily that way than just trying to maintain this facade of perfection. Try also giving yourself permission to mess up. That it is okay to do things wrong and it's okay to fail. Like I said, failure is what actually brings you closer to your goals than just striving for perfection immediately. When you're frustrated about a failure or worried about it, I want you to add on in your mind when you're like, ah, I totally screwed up on this and I love me anyways. That you love yourself even when you mess up. That your sense of self-love and worth is not hinging on doing it perfectly. And compliment yourself on the things that you are doing well. Notice the things you like about yourself instead of just like waiting for yourself to be perfect to then give yourself permission to love yourself. But just start noticing things you like now. And like I said, compliment yourself. Give yourself permission to be confident with failure and flaws that you're still totally lovable and worthwhile. One thing my coach said recently that I really like is strengths are just weaknesses overused. So we'll back up a little bit. I know that kind of sounds confusing. We all have different strengths we bring to the table, right? And sometimes our weaknesses are just when we're using that strength a little too much. For example, I by nature am very intuitive and thoughtful and reflective. But sometimes being thoughtful... I overuse that. I become too thoughtful, I think, too much to the point of being really anxious and having hundreds and hundreds of thoughts spinning around in my brain. So when you can kind of recognize like, hey, these weaknesses are actually deep down something that's actually good about myself. I just kind of need to keep it in check. And basically just recognizing like even in your weaknesses, there are good things about you. And even our weaknesses, I think they're kind of a beautiful thing. Uh, there's a form of art. I don't know the name of it, but basically they will create pottery and then they will break it. And then they take these broken pieces and they use gold to put the pieces back together. And what you end up with after the piece has been broken and put back together is a pot that is way more beautiful than what it initially was when it was perfect and unbroken. So I want you to try to think about your failures and weaknesses in that light of this is something that is adding to me as a person and making me more real and beautiful and human. And it's not like 
it's not limiting my life, but it is enhancing my life. That my failures and my weaknesses are not making my life worse, but they are empowering me to grow and making my life better and more beautiful. But perfectionism a lot of times is coming from this strength of having a strong desire to want to grow and improve yourself and achieve things. Those are all healthy and good desires that I think are a strength to have. But it becomes a weakness once it becomes all-consuming for you and it takes over your desire to just like live life and starts demanding that everything be perfect. So as you guys are working on your perfectionism, I want to challenge y'all to not be a perfectionist about getting over perfectionism. That it is okay to be a perfectionist. And yeah, maybe it doesn't serve you all the time, but this is something you're working on and is an opportunity to grow. So don't be a perfectionist about not being a perfectionist. <laughs> all right. I am so excited to talk to y'all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will talk to y'all later. Bye.